Today is the second day of March. Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. We are walking through the book of Numbers currently. So glad that you're here and making the Bible a part of your daily rhythm. Forward is the motion that we are going. It's the only way we can go forward, not backwards. Backwards is referential, not residential. Forward is the only way that we can go. And I'm grateful and honored to be a part of this with you. We had an uprise yesterday in our reading, and so we are picking up right where we left off in Numbers chapters 18, 19, and 20 today. And we're reading the last day in the New International Version. Numbers chapter 18. The Lord said to Aaron, you, your sons and your family, are to bear the responsibility for offenses connected with the sanctuary, and you and your sons alone are to bear the responsibility for offenses connected with the priesthood. Bring your fellow Levites from your ancestral tribe to join you and assist you when you and your sons minister before the tent of the covenant law. They are to be responsible to you and are to perform all the duties of the tent, but they must not go near the furnishings of the sanctuary or the altar. Otherwise, both they and you will die. They are to join you and be responsible for the care of the tent of meeting, all the work at the tent, and no one else may come near where you are. You are to be responsible for the care of the sanctuary and the altar, so that my wrath will not fall on the Israelites again. I myself have selected your fellow Levites from among the Israelites as a gift to you, dedicated to the Lord to do the work at the tent of meeting, but only you and your sons may serve as priests in connection with everything at the altar and inside the curtain. I am giving you the service of the priesthood as a gift. Anyone else who comes near the sanctuary is to be put to death. Then the Lord said to Aaron, I myself have put you in charge of the offerings presented to me. All the holy offerings the Israelites give me, I give to you and your sons as your portion, your perpetual share. You are to have the part of the most holy offerings that is kept from the fire. From all the gifts they bring me as most holy offerings, whether grain or sin or guilt offerings, that part belongs to you and your sons. Eat it as something most holy. Every male shall eat it. You must regard it as holy. This also is yours, whatever is set aside from the gifts of all the wave offerings of the Israelites. I give this to you and your sons and daughters as your perpetual share, everyone in your household who is ceremonially clean may eat it. I give you all the finest olive oil and all the finest new wine and grain they give the Lord as the first fruits of their harvest. All the land's first fruits that they bring to the Lord will be yours. Everyone in your household who is ceremonially clean may eat it. Everything in Israel that is devoted to the Lord is yours. The first offspring of every womb, both human and animal, that is offered to the Lord is yours. But you must redeem every firstborn son and every firstborn male of unclean animals. When they are a month old, you must redeem them at the redemption price set at five shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel, which weighs twenty geras. But you must not redeem the firstborn of a cow, a sheep, or a goat. They are holy. 
splash their blood against the altar and burn their fat as a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Their meat is to be yours, just as the breast of the wave offering and the right thigh are yours. Whatever is set aside from the holy offerings the Israelites present to the Lord, I give to you and your sons and daughters as your perpetual share. It is an everlasting covenant of salt before the Lord for both you and your offspring. The Lord said to Aaron, You will have no inheritance in their land, nor will you have any share among them. I am your share and your inheritance among the Israelites. I give to the Levites all the tithes in Israel as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meeting. From now on, the Israelites must not go near the tent of meeting, or they will bear the consequences of their sin and will die. It is the Levites who are to do the work at the tent of meeting and bear the responsibility for any offenses they commit against it. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. They will receive no inheritance among the Israelites. Instead, I give to the Levites as their inheritance the tithes that the Israelites present as an offering to the Lord. That is why I said concerning them, they will have no inheritance among the Israelites. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Levites and say to them, When you receive from the Israelites the tithe I give you as your inheritance, you must present a tenth of that tithe as the Lord's offering. Your offering will be beckoned to you as grain from the threshing floor or juice from the winepress. In this way, you also will present an offering to the Lord from all the tithes you receive from the Israelites. From these tithes, you must give the Lord's portion to Aaron the priest. You must present as the Lord's portion the best and holiest part of everything given to you. Say to the Levites, when you present the best part, it will be reckoned to you as the product of the threshing floor or the wine press. You and your households may eat the rest of it anywhere, for it is your wages for your work at the tent of meeting. By presenting the best part of it, you will not be guilty in this matter. Then you will not defile the holy offerings of the Israelites, and you will not die. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is a requirement of the law that the Lord has commanded. Tell the Israelites to bring you a red heifer without defect or blemish and that has never been under a yoke. Give it to Eleazar the priest. It is to be taken outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. Then Eleazar the priest is to take some of its blood on his finger and sprinkle it seven times toward the front of the tent of meeting. While he watches, the heifer is to be burned, its hide, flesh, blood, and intestines. The priest is to take some cedar wood hyssop, and scarlet wool, and throw them onto the burning heifer. After that, the priest must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. He may then come into the camp, but he will be ceremonially unclean till evening. The man who burns it must also wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he too will be unclean till evening. A man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and put them in a ceremonially clean place outside the camp. They are to be kept by the Israelite community for use in the water of cleansing. It is for purification from sin. The man who gathers up the ashes of the heifer must also wash his clothes, and he too will be unclean till evening. This will be a lasting ordinance both for the Israelites and for the foreigners residing among them. Whoever touches a human corpse will be unclean for seven days. 
they must, they must purify themselves with the water on the third day and on the seventh day, then they will be clean. But if they do not purify themselves on the third and seventh days, they will not be clean. If they fail to purify themselves after touching a human corpse, they defile the Lord's tabernacle. They must be cut off from Israel because the water of cleansing has not been sprinkled on them. They are unclean. Their uncleanness remains on them. This is the law that applies when a person dies in a tent. Anyone who enters the tent and anyone who is in it will be unclean for seven days, and every open container without a lid fastened on it will be unclean. Anyone out in the open who touches someone who has been killed with a sword or someone who has died a natural death or anyone who touches a human bone or a grave will be unclean for seven days. For the unclean person, put some ashes from the burned purification offering into a jar and pour fresh water over them. Then a man who is ceremonially clean is to take some hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle the tent and all the furnishings and the people who were there. He must also sprinkle anyone who has touched a human bone or a grave or anyone who has been killed or anyone who has died a natural death. The man who is clean is to sprinkle those who are unclean on the third and seventh days, and on the seventh day he is to purify them. Those who are being cleansed must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and that evening they will be clean. But if those who are unclean do not purify themselves, they must be cut off from the community because they have defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. The water of cleansing has not been sprinkled on them, and they are unclean. This is a lasting ordinance for them. The man who sprinkles the water of cleansing must also wash his clothes, and anyone who touches the water of cleansing will be unclean till evening. Anything that an unclean person touches becomes unclean, and everyone who touches it becomes unclean till evening. In the first month, the whole Israelite community arrived at the desert of Zin, and they stayed at Kadesh. There Miriam died and was buried. Now there was no water for the community, and the people gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron. They quarreled with Moses and said, If only we had died when our brothers fell dead before the Lord. Why did you bring the Lord's community into this wilderness that we and our livestock should die here? Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to this terrible place? It has no grain or figs, grapevines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Moses and Aaron went from the assembly to the entrance to the tent of meeting and fell face down, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord said to Moses, Take the staff, and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to that rock before their eyes, and it will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community, so they and their livestock can drink. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out, and the community and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. These were the waters of Meribah, where the Israelites quarreled with the Lord 
and where he was proved holy among them. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom, saying, This is what your brother Israel says. You know about all the hardships that have come on us. Our ancestors went down into Egypt, and we lived there many years. The Egyptians mistreated us and our ancestors. But when we cried out to the Lord, he heard our cry and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. Now we are here at Kadesh, a town on the edge of your territory. Please let us pass through your country. We will not go through any field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the king's highway and not turn to the right or to the left until we have passed through your territory. But Edom answered, You may not pass through here. If you try, we will march out and attack you with the sword. The Israelites replied, We will go along the main road, and if we or our livestock drink any of your water, we will pay for it. We only want to pass through on foot, nothing else. Again they answered, You may not pass through. Then Edom came out against them with a large and powerful army. Since Edom refused to let them go through their territory, Israel turned away from them. The whole Israelite community set out from Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. At Mount Hor, near the border of Edom, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Aaron will be gathered to his people. He will not enter the land I give the Israelites, because both of you rebelled against my command and the waters of Meribah. Get Aaron and his son Eleazar and take them up from Mount Hor. Remove Aaron's garments and put them on his son Eleazar, for Aaron will be gathered to his people. He will die there. Moses did as the Lord commanded. They went up Mount Hor in the sight of the whole community. Moses removed Aaron's garments and put them on his son Eleazar. And Aaron died there on top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. And when the whole community learned that Aaron had died, all the Israelites mourned him for 30 days. Jesus, we thank you again for this space and this time and this time together in your word. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And we recognize the juxtaposition of the endings that happen today in our reading and the celebration of the newness of a season of spring and hope that is to come. Newness, new life, life again, rebirth. As we bring this week to a close together, we let go of all the things that are not ours to take into the newness of tomorrow and we lay them at your feet without guilt, without obligation, without reservation, and we let go and ask and invite you to do all the things that you long to do, trusting you in the process with those things that are not ours. We close this week together, giving you thanks and praise for all that you've done, all that you are, and all that you will do, through us, among us, with us. And I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a true honor it's been to be here and be a part of your week together. I'm Jill, and I am grateful. Until tomorrow, love one another. Hey!
Hey, my beautiful Dab C fam. This is Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Family, I want to lift up some of our Dab Cers. Father, I come on behalf of your daughter, our faithful sister Tanya from Suffolk. Lord, I'm rejoicing with her that she is doing much better. But I do pray that you will continue to sustain her mind, continue to renew her mind, continue to um, fortify her marriage, strengthen that union. I pray that she will know that you are for her and therefore nothing and no one can be against her. Bless our sister, Lord. Increase her faith to know that you see her, you love her, and you care deeply all about everything pertaining to her world in Jesus' name. Then for our um, first-time caller, searched and known, a brother, Matthew, was diagnosed with bipolar and has been having episodes and has been hospitalized. Um, and there's just been a lot of pain left um, for the family to have to deal with. Lord, I pray for Matthew. I'm asking for divine healing. You can touch him in a moment and change his mindset. I pray, God, if you choose not to do it in that way, will you utilize the insurance and the care and the treatment that he is receiving to aid him in the healing process. But we lift him up for salvation, most importantly, and for healing from the trauma. Touch this family in its entirety, and we'll be so careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Be encouraged, family. Hi, Debsy fam. Uh, this is his faithful one in Arizona. And I was calling uh, for two reasons. I just heard uh, a woman who was battling endometriosis. And I just wanted to, to offer, um, and I'm sure you've talked to your doctors about it, but surgery is a good option. Uh, for endometriosis when all else fails. Um, I work in surgery, so and I do, I specialize in women's health. Um, and so we do a lot of good for people, um, women relieving pain and things like that. So definitely I'll be praying for you and lifting you up that you would find uh, direction as to what will be the cure for you to, uh, to ease that endometriosis. Uh, the other reason for my call, um, I just, I've called a few times before. It's been a while since I called last. Uh, just praying for my husband. He is is still fighting with God and thinking that he has to do everything on his own. And I'm just uh, I'm just continually seeking the Lord to to show me how to pray for him, how to talk to him, um, and just pray for God to intervene in his life and bring him back into the into the family with us. Um, and bring a Rick into submission, complete submission to the Lord. Um, and so I just ask for your prayers for him uh, and that he would find a job. He's been looking for a full-time job for uh, at least five years now. And I, I just uh, would really appreciate your prayers uh, going forward with that. Uh, thank you guys very much. Uh, thank you all. And I pray for you guys as your prayers come in. Have a blessed day. Hi, this is Victoria Soldier. Just calling to pray for some of the dabbers. I wanted to pray for for my my sister Tanya, and I'm so glad you're doing better, Tanya. I want to pray for Charlie. I want to pray for Hallie. 
I want to also pray for Maxwell, a daughter, uh, uh, and I want to pray for Chicago Peg's friend Stella and uh, and her husband. I also want to pray for walking in in faith. I want to pray for 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 them. I also um, I also want to pray for for for. Um, I'll pray for some of the others on tomorrow. I, I, I wanted to pray for the, the young girl that got taken away. I wanted to pray for those, the one who tried to commit suicide. And I want to pray for the, the husband that uh, is abortion, his wife, and, and, and uh, giving her a hard time. I wanted to pray for them. Gracious Father, we just ask you to touch the dabbers. Lord, we don't, there are so many challenges, those that are in the hospital, those that are in the hospital, oh Lord, those that are going through in their marriage, those that are going through in their family, Father, we just ask you to be with them, Father. The enemy is trying to attack us, and as and as our as our and as our as we know that the enemy tries to come and attack us, and that's because God has something very well planned for us. He has them. He's in charge of our life. We thank you, Lord, for your healing. We ask you to heal them. We ask you to touch that family. We ask you to touch those that lost their loved ones. And we ask you to have your way, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we give you the glory. We just ask you to have your way. Open doors no man can close. And we thank God that the that the, the, uh, we thank God that your victory is won, and we ask you to give life and favor to every one of the devils, that God will continue to lift them up and have your way in their life. In Jesus' name, have a good day. Bye-bye.
Thank you.